Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Time out when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday, morale is high. Not sure why, but it is. Todd's smiling, and that's all that matters to me. That's really all that matters. A couple of days until the draft, we'll talk to the former Arizona Cardinals GM, Steve Keim. He's going to be working with Fox Sports Radio with Jay Glazer. They have a uh, draft night special that'll be on Fox Sports Radio. Todd has mock headlines, I believe, with Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets. I do. Yeah, might as well uh, christen this final hour here. He's number eight. How about we do the top eight Aaron Rodgers mock headline? Okay. All righty. Ayahuasca, the deal is finally done. Ayahuasca. Oh, you don't want me to say it twice. Uh, Will Green Bay love new QB, or will it come crashing down like a tundra of bricks? Oh, dear. I know. That was, no. Yeah. Lambo weep. Packers fans sad to see Aaron go. Okay. Start spreading the booze. What if it doesn't work out in New York? Okay. Say cheese. Jets fans all smiles. Okay. Face the vax. Rogers won't get immunity if it doesn't leave Jets to Lombardi. Bail, dude, bail. I think I'm going to get out on that. Okay. That's that's good. Yeah. I, I would have started with that. Yeah. He saved the best for last movie. Oh, is that what it was? Maybe. No, yeah. because you, if Paulie didn't tell you to get out, I would you have read these kept, other two. That yeah, I you know what? Mind. You should just read the other two, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Because you got the laugh. Yeah, go ahead. Jersey Boy. Okay. That's it? That's it. Just Jersey Boy. Ooh. When you're a Jet, can Rogers be next Broadway Joe? Like okay. West Side Story. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. When the Vax one was jet. funny. The Vax not was, getting immunity or yeah, something. That, that, yeah, that was pretty good. Face the Vax. Rogers won't get immunity if it doesn't leap Jets toward Lombardi. All right. So we'll go with that one. Final Pretend hour. I didn't say the other ones. Final hour, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, 
Let's see. We'll get to phone calls. Tyler standing by. Good morning. You're watching on Peacock. Thank you. Download the app. You can watch this program. And we say hello to all of our 390 cities around America that carry this program. I'm going to take the night off from the NBA. The NBA doesn't have the night off. Hawks getting 13 against the Celtics. Timberwolves getting 9.5 against the Nuggets. Clippers getting 12.5 against the Suns. No Kawhi, no Paul George, and no chance. No me. I'm not watching. Sorry. Uh, I did watch last night, and uh, it, that was fun. Jimmy Butler going off. And, you know, he had 20 in the first quarter, and I thought, oh, he'll cool off. And then he had, what, 22 in the final quarter, put up 56 on the Bucks. Uh, you have the Heat up 3-1 on Milwaukee. Lakers beat the Grizzlies in overtime as LeBron goes for 2020. Uh, Kawhi out for game five. The Rockets have hired M.A. Udoka. I thought that maybe he was going to go to Toronto. Nick Nurse, I thought, was going to go to Houston. And then Udoka, who was going to go to Brooklyn, and then all of a sudden there was this uproar that they were going to hire this guy and what happened with uh, you know a relationship with somebody with the Boston Celtics. This was the guy who was looked at as the next wave of great coaches in the NBA. And then he gets fired. Still haven't heard all the details. Uh, haven't heard very, very few details with what happened in Boston. But it looks like he's going to go to the uh, Houston Rockets and take over one of the younger teams in the NBA. Poll question for the final hour of this program is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dan, let me update you on uh, last hour's poll question. Okay. Which city is in better shape sports-wise? Okay. Not other, nothing else. Sports-wise. Right. Okay. Uh, New York City right now leading with 56% of the vote. Um, that's interesting. But so over L.A. Over L.A., yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think if you look at the Yankees, you look at the Mets, uh, you have to throw the Nets in there. They did make the playoffs. Uh, you got the Devils and the Rangers in the postseason. Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, I'd say New York. Yeah, they're rolling. Uh, how about the New York Liberty? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, so that's the poll question. What are we going to go with in the final hour of the program? Uh, also, by the way, it's still uh, who should feel who? better today, Jets fans, Packer fans. Packer fans still win with 52% <laughs> of that vote, which is very interesting. I'm going to put, if you order Aaron Rodgers, would you live in the city or the suburbs? Okay, let's, let's debate this. I love this question. Okay. If I'm Aaron Rodgers... What I can get in New Jersey as opposed to what I can get in New York City, price-wise. <laughs> Sorry, I, I needed to clarify yeah, that. What he I can get. He is a single guy, <laughs> but uh, the proximity to practice facility, where you have to go every day in Jersey, um, I'd have to factor that in. Plus, you were in Green Bay, and you got Olivia Munn and Danica Patrick to come to Mil or to Green Bay. If if you build it, they will come. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I have a home game all the time. Yes, Eden. But New York City, there's something really special about New York City, and if you're going to be there for a year to three years, say maybe just two years, yeah. Don't you think there's an appeal to living in the city just for there, those times? Absolutely, but but you have to commute out to New Jersey. Reverse commute. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. There's not a lot of people leaving Manhattan to go to New Jersey for work. Uh, there's always traffic. Yeah, there is. There's always, always. It, 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 you know, when I would be on the uh, I-10, when I'd be in L.A. and I'd be driving, and it'd be like one in the afternoon, 
And I'd be like, man, I'm going to cruise. And then all of a sudden you're going, how is there traffic? And then Sandler goes, Danny, there's always traffic. And I thought, there's no like sweet spot where you go, if I leave now, like you have to leave at like 4.30 in the morning to get to someplace, it feels like. Yes, Paul. Rogers lived in Green Bay, which is beyond just suburban. You know, it's, it's more like rural suburban. Yeah. And, you know, you live in New York. He is single. I lived in both Jersey and New York City. I think there's, I, I think he will live in New York City. Get the old high rise. He could walk where he pleases. You know, I'm guessing in, in Green Bay, he couldn't go out to restaurants, maybe a couple places that are more secure and friendly. Yeah. But he can walk and get a sandwich in, in New York City, and people are like, hey, real quick, let me get a picture, but mostly tourists. Yes, Tom. You get that big mansion in Jersey, you don't have to go anywhere. You got your movie theater, you got your bowling, your basketball court, whatever you want to do. You get this yeah. big, giant, palatial estate, unless he needs the attention of being in New York Ooh. City, and then he can jog up and down like Rocky in Philadelphia and go, hey, hey, hey what's going on, Ryan? Let, yeah, see. He also might just not be a homebody. You know, he also might like going out and seeing people and not locking uh, themselves away in a room. For he strikes me as a homebody. When I see him on McAfee, looks like he's really, really comfortable sitting there on his couch. I was more talking about Todd. Yeah. Todd goes home and never leaves his house again. Oh, oh, oh. I'll go for a little walk around the neighborhood. I'll take a quick drive to the pizza oh, place. Oh, okay. Yeah, you are a homebody. I think we should vote on this. Yeah, Paul. I'd like Marvin to split the difference here because I don't think he's I lived in New York City or New Jersey ever. All right. Nope, never lived outside of Connecticut. Okay. Um, you know what? Young single guy, young gay. Well, he's not young. In life, he's young. Yes. Yes. If he dies tomorrow, you'd be like 39. That was young. But anyway. Well, <laughs> but, but, he, but he is the same age as LeBron, and LeBron was called old. Oh, yeah. But that's by some... Never mind. But that's like as a player old. Yeah. Right? They're both old as players, but as normal... I'd, I'd take 39 again real quick. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm 39 now, so I'll definitely take it. Oh, you know what? If, if you were single and you were the quarterback of the Jets. Oh, New York City. Oh, okay. Oh, oh let's go. Okay. Who's doing right. what's what? Oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Todd. You would live in Jersey? I would. Okay. Seaton? Find some nice area in Jersey. No, I'd live uh, I'd live in the city for sure. Would you live like in Tribeca where nah, Taylor probably, Swift lives? I would probably live further uptown near the park where they've built all those awesome new high rises mm. where they had those those impar- those apartments are just insane and you have to be of an incredible tax bracket in order to just walk into those That buildings. is true. That I is would true. live right there. That is true. Uh, Marv, you would live where? In the city. All right. Paulie? Uh Downtown, you know, Nolito, West Village, where there's other celebrities and it's no big deal to see celebrities. Yeah, I'd be out. I'd be out uh, Alpine or Franklin Lakes. I'd have a nice $20 million mansion, pool, bowling alley, movie theater. I'd be killing it. Do we throw in Brooklyn? Does that count? Because that's No, that's no, way, way too far. No, way. No. no, 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 no. You don't want that. Yes, Marv. Are you just thinking of the work commute? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. It's why I built this man cave 12 minutes from my house. I, I had to commute every day to ESPN for 55 minutes. Oh, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 55 minutes. Every single day. It's the worst. Yeah. And, and, and so when we were building this man cave, and I said, guys, if you, if you want to relocate, you'll be really close by the man cave. And nobody took me up on that. Not that you wanted to uproot your family. I just was letting you know. Paulie probably lives the closest. And then Marv, uh, Seton and Fritzy are 
Are you guys an hour away? 55 minutes. Maybe. 55 minutes away. 17 years. It sounds a lot better, 55 than an hour. 17 years. And how years. many miles did you put on your Prius? Which one? I've burned through two of them, so. Uh, the first one was, I think, 375. Oh, my God. Then 375. The next one was uh, like 250, maybe, something so like that. So you put a half a million miles commuting back and forth to the man cave? Yeah, probably more than that, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Fritzy bought a car, had it for five years, and never washed it once. That was really impressive. I, did, I wanted to see how long I can go where the car wash guys wouldn't even like take it. Like, we can't get this clean. But you can take it in and they wash it like you drive through. I you like know? that thing. Yeah. I've taken the kids. It's kind of fun with, with the, with, when it goes through the thing and okay, you put it in neutral but, and it takes but, you but through. That was I didn't want to be bothered. Todd, they were kids 10 years ago. Yeah. I just don't have that. Your daughter's 18. You don't say, hey, you want to go through I the car do. wash? And she's like, Dad, I'm, not, I'm too old for that. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. Sunshine on my shoulders makes me happy. Listen, this is a great day now. First of all, uh, Jimmy Buckets, when I hear him play, I hear kind of Bill Withers music behind him. LeBron James, that's the best way to give Dylan Brooks 40, 20 and 20. The old man <laughs> gave me flashbacks of the way he did the Pistons, dude. As far as Aaron Rodgers goes, first of all, I think he'll end up doing both because could you believe, could you be the real estate developer that says Aaron Rodgers is staying in my building? You know what I'm saying? The savior of New York. I am so happy that he is in the AFC now. I love that I hate him, and I hate that I love him. He has always been a thorn in the lion's side. Put us out of nook, man. I've called into your show and laid on the couch many a time because Aaron Rodgers finds some way to beat the Lions. Now we don't have to see that dude, you know, sparingly. So, you know, thank goodness for that, man. Uh He's good now and now. Yeah. Congratulations, Jeff. Aaron Rodgers has left the building. Yes, Seton. Uh, this guy just made a, a good point. Yeah. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd get two places, one close to the facilities and one place in New York City. It's not like money's a factor. Yeah, you could, you could do that. Fair. He could have an apartment in the city and then, uh, you know, a house out in the burbs. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. little uh, getaway type thing. And you can kind of blend in in New York. That that people are walking. I mean, they're moving so fast that, you know, it's – not like they're stopping all the time. They're they're pretty respectful too. Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Yeah, Marv. Yeah, when you're in New York City and you're walking, there's so many times where you go, wait, was that so and so? It always happens. At least once a t- once once a time. Every time, every single time that I go, it's whoa, was that Marissa Tome? I think it was. Huh? Anywho, that's exactly how it goes in New York. You didn't see Marissa Tome. I swear on my son, I saw Marissa Tome. Wait, wait. What happened the last oh, time somebody yeah. was swearing on their kids? Can't retract that. Max Scherzer. Am I getting suspended for <laughs> 10 work days? Sticky substance on your hand, too. Stay out of my personal life. <laughs> yes, Paul. Who's the most famous person you saw on the street in New York City ever? For the room, I guess. Where you're like, whoa, that's like next level. Chris Tomei is pretty famous. Well, I did walk by a window and I saw the reflection of me. Oh. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's sad. Uh, That that actually came into your head right there in that moment. You thought of that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Um, The most famous person (laughs) I saw on the street. Because it's pretty common. Like Marvin says, you'll see like Ethan Hawke walking down the street. Yeah. Casually. Yeah. Yeah, Todd. 
I saw Chloe Sevigny, if I'm pronouncing her right. I don't think you're pronouncing Sevigny. it correctly. I saw her on the train. I don't. I don't. Sevigny. She was sitting right across from me on the subway. Chloe Sevigny. I don't, I don't know if she's that famous. That was about. If you don't know how to pronounce her name, she's not that famous. She was an American psycho with some other uh, stuff. I mean, obviously, I saw Chris Maloney when I went to dinner. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> My new best friend. Hmm. You know, it's a fun moment in New York City when you're waiting at like a, a busy Starbucks or something and there's someone who's famous and they're in the line waiting for their coffee or to order their coffee. Mm. And you can know that they're just so uncomfortable yeah. because everybody knows who they are and they're like, God, can this line just move faster, please? That's why you have to have the uh, pre-order app. Yeah. 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 That way I don't have to wait and it's not uncomfortable for me. Right. Yeah, Paul. Back when Gretzky was on the Rangers, my roommate and I were in line at like this local coffee shop deli place, and Gretzky was in line in front. He's getting, and my dopey roommate goes to the, to the lady behind the counter, I'll have what the great one is having. And she just goes, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, she actually said it. Like, that was ugh. okay. I like that. I'll have what the great one is having. Yeah. Uh, John in Portland, then we'll take a break. Hi, John. What's on your mind this morning? Well, I just wanted to call in. Uh, first time, long time. 58220 and uh, wish my wife a happy birthday. But uh, I had a little story. You guys were talking weddings with the invite you got last weekend, and we're headed to a wedding for my nephew this weekend in L.A. And um, the um, our wedding story is unique because we had a uh, college football official. He's a Pac-12 official, uh, Marius. And uh, I had the idea. It was the second wedding for both of us. We were having an open bar before the wedding because it was at the same site at uh, my in-law's uh, house. And... Um, I'm a big Auburn fan. I had my best man went to Auburn with me, and we came out for a football wedding. The music was playing was, uh, <clears throat> are you ready for some football? The guests had no idea this was going to happen. And uh, the, um, uh, we played the Auburn fight song, and she came out. She's a huge Notre Dame fan. <clears throat> and I'd like to know if you guys are going to go. My wife and I are considering trying to go to see the Irish play in Dublin <clears throat> this year, if you guys are going to be there, because she really <laughs> wants to meet you. Or Lisa, uh, shout out to Lisa Parks. Play that, play that music, and then uh, the the uh, referee, uh, uh, official ceremony guy, whatever you call the wedding, the wedding uh, uh, overseer, or whatever. Um, he uh, right. he threw up. Okay, all right, John. Mixing some punctuation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a run-on sentence. Thank you, Todd. <clears throat> We're working on Dublin. Yes, I, it's not ruled out. We're working on Dublin to uh, take the the show over there. A lot of people are excited, including Will Ferrell, but we're, we're still working on that, I promise. All right, let me take a break. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. We'll check in with the former Arizona Cardinal GM, Steve Kahn. He'll join us coming up next. Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com. You know the value of time. So does GetRefunds.com. That's why they've made it easy for you to check to see if you're available uh, for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. It's going to take less than eight minutes. You go to GetRefunds.com to see if you qualify for what is known as ERC assistance, Employee Retention Credit. This is a refund, a tax refund, if you had employees on your payroll during COVID. You could be eligible for up to $26,000 per employee. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they might be able to help you as well. You have nothing to lose, no upfront charge. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let the opportunity pass you by because the payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. 
Get started. Go to GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts one of our poll questions today was which fan base is happier today, Jets or Packers? We had a couple of uh, emails that said there's no fan base happier than the Chicago Bears fan base. You don't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers, and uh, you, you, you had to deal with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. You don't have to deal with either one of those guys moving forward. Yes, Paul. Yeah, we celebrated when Favre left the division. Yeah. <laughs> and how did that work out for the last 15 years? Monster Energy AMA Supercross has three races left. Coming up Saturday at 3 Eastern on NBC, the three-way battle for the championship, the closest it's been in 17 years. Next stop is Nashville. You can see that on NBC. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. He is the former Arizona Cardinal GM, Steve Keim. You can check out Draft Night Live, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app, coming up Thursday at 8 Eastern through the first round of the draft. You'll have uh, Steve there with Jay Glazer 
And LeVar Arrington, Rob Stone will be your host. Pick-by-pick pick predictions, reactions to every first-round pick. Steve, let me start with, uh, first of all, thanks for joining us. What you think Arizona will do with the number three pick? What would you do if you were still the GM of the Cardinals? <laughs> well, uh, I think it's certain the situation that are in right now, Dan, I, I think that there's a good chance that they would trade back. Uh, that being said, uh, it's easier said than done because of the situation. When you're sitting there at number three, you have to have a trade partner. Obviously, the, the, the trade has to work for both parties. Um, and there has to be a player that the other team wants to come up for. So uh, generally, that's a quarterback at that point in time. But uh, if they get locked in, I think that they should probably go pass rusher. And Will Anderson, to me, is the pick there. Okay, but when you're trying to explore a trade like that, are you thinking about the other team? They, the other, are you, have you ever gone into a trade trying to fleece somebody? I mean, I, obviously, you uh, you want to come out on top, but at the same time, the other team to make that trade has to have a lot of urgency to them, uh, especially to come up to that position and to give up that much uh, draft capital. So it, to me, it's not as hard. Yeah, I wonder about that with GMs. We, we heard both GMs yesterday with Green Bay and also the Jets. You know, they were complimentary of each other that they got a deal done. Your reaction, let's, let's start with what the Jets gave up to get Aaron Rodgers. What did you make of that uh, side of this trade? I thought when you sit there and you're in a position that the Jets are in and Joe Douglas is looking at a football team that's extremely talented but doesn't have a quarterback of, of that magnitude, I think that you got to get what you got to give up is, is well worth it. Again, I always think this, Dan, when you wake up in the morning and you have a quarterback that you think can take you to the promised land, um, take do what it takes to get them. And there's probably only eight or nine guys in the NFL that you wake up feeling that way about. And if you're the Green Bay Packers, obviously you get a lot of draft capital, but at the same time you're sitting there saying, who is our franchise quarterback moving forward? And if it is uh, the young man that's currently there, why didn't you make that change prior to uh, this point in time? You know, you drafted him in the first round, so there has to be some questions of whether they have the amount of confidence in him. Yeah, I would have moved on from Rodgers prior to last season. Even though he's played great, I, I have to find out if Jordan Love can play and, and where is this franchise headed? And it felt like Rodgers was controlling the franchise instead of the other way around. And it, it felt like he had too much power in there. But right. you don't want to be known as the GM who traded away Aaron Rodgers unless you really know what you're going to have. And the, what would your expectations be for Green Bay this year? Well, you know, again, I, I think it comes down to what is their confidence in, in the quarterback that they have in love. You know, it's again, they know enough about him. He's been there long enough. Uh, obviously, Matt LaFleur knows how to use him and has a good way of understanding his strengths and his weaknesses. But again, at the same time, they're in a situation with a salary cap and moving on from a player that, you know, they can clear that much space with that they have to be thinking a little bit that they're going to the youth movement, which for them, to me, has to be a situation where they can't be as confident about making the playoffs. But the Jets don't make this move unless they think they can win a Super Bowl. That, right, you have to. Right, but again, but again, it's like the movie Tin Cup. When you're in a situation where you're Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, you can't lay up anymore, Dan. You're in a position where you got to make something happen, particularly in a market like New York. What was your scouting report on Rodgers? I mean, he had all the talent in the world. I mean, off the charts in terms of his his accuracy, his velocity, all the things you saw him in an NFL player. But what did you try were, to make him do? What 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 would be his weakness? His weakness would be sometimes getting careless with the ball. Uh, a guy that has so much 
confidence in their arm talent that they can let it get away from them at times and play a little loose. But at the same time, I know at that time there were a lot of questions about why Alex Smith went number one and he fell so far. Do you remember your scouting report on Jordan Love or did you even have one? Yeah, I mean, I, again, I thought he was a guy that you could project and you could, you could forecast that there was some talent there. But, in, uh, you know, to me, looking at the, all the other top quarterbacks that I've done over the years, he wasn't a guy that I thought was a guaranteed lock as an NFL starter. So you didn't have a first-round grade on Jordan Love? No, we didn't. Um, take me back to the Kyler Murray. Do, do you remember when you saw him with me in my interview I did with him at the Super Bowl in Atlanta? And did yeah. that... Did that impact you? Like, what was the conversation like when you saw him not answering right. any questions and really uh, kind of an embarrassing moment? Yeah, I mean, I know he was overwhelmed at that point in time, and uh, that was important for us after seeing that to get to sit down and know him as a person and to be able to feel like he could become himself and, you know, really wonder why he got so uptight in that situation. And, again, I think that throughout the process, we got to know him fairly well. Um, it was an interesting uh, conversation when it came down to whether we were going to take him or Nick Bosa, which has turned out to be a phenomenal player. And that's the fun process of the scouting game is the evaluation part of it. And not just who's a better player. What's a better fit for your organization at that point in time? If I gave you a do-over. Well, Kyler Murray got me an, an extension. Nick Bosa probably would have got me fired. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, your quarterback position is the guy who can propel your team the quickest. Yeah, but and he and he did that. Okay. Could Nick Bosa have got us to an eleven-win team that year two years ago? Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. Um, would you have given him that extension if I gave you a do-over? Uh, yes, you would. And, and, yeah, and it's because I still believe in the young man, and because supply and demand at that position—either you have one or you don't. And whether they all have questions and holes, you have to be able to – you're either in or you're out. You can't play the middles on these situations. Well, I, I, and I was critical of you guys because I thought you went in a year early. Like, he, he called your bluff, and then you guys gave him a pretty damn good contract. Right. Uh, and I, I'm just not sold on him. I think he's exciting. I think football came easy to him because he's athletic. Right. But, look, you guys put something in his contract just to – we need you to understand – there are a lot of great – everybody's great in the NFL. Um, right. And who came up with the idea to put a clause in there basically saying, we need you to do your homework? Well, I'll just say it's an organizational decision. And the real <laughs> big thing about it is, is when you give that kind of money, Dan, you got to hold people accountable. And I know it's a touch But you shouldn't have to put it in their contract, though, Steve. Right, right. Well, there's a lot of things in contracts that maybe you shouldn't have to put in there. You know, if you really look at the big picture. But you got to hold everybody accountable, and both sides are protected. You think he's still franchise quarterback? I do. I think he's got – because, again, you have to look at supply and demand. I keep going back to that. I, my first year as GM, I traded for Carson Palmer, and obviously it worked out extremely well for a seventh-round draft pick. And then after that, you know, when you don't have Carson Palmer anymore, it's easier said than done, then let's go get one. You know, Joe Douglas, until he's gotten Aaron Rodgers now, what were they doing? <laughs> you know, it's, it's eight quarterbacks, and then really, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a game of musical chairs. There aren't enough good quarterbacks out there. That's the bottom line. Who would and you, you have to swing? Okay. How many quarterbacks have a first round grade? Not that we'll go in the first round. How many how many this draft? In my opinion. In this draft. Yeah. Uh three. Three. First round grade is on three. Okay. Correct. But there's gonna be more than three go. And yeah. that's gonna be because of supply and demand. Yeah, there'll be five that'll probably go. 
Right. I mean, right. Hendon Hooker's 25 coming off an ACL, and he right. could go you know, right. to Minnesota late in the first round. And you got to understand, when we did the Kyler Murray contract, we took him number one overall. He fit with Cliff Kingsbury did schematically. And at the end of the day, he was a rookie of the year and back-to-back Pro Bowl player, uh, back-to-back All-Pro. I know that's not everything, but it's pointing in the right direction to give you the faith that he's going to get there. What did you see in Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen was a guy that, again, in that draft class, all those guys that went before him uh, were highly graded. And we got to the point where we were sitting at 15, and we he was the, the highest-rated player at that position on the board. So, again, if you don't take one, you'll never know. And sometimes you just have to swing, and we all know – whether it's a quarterback or not, first-round picks, analytics say the last 10 years, that 49% of those guys don't work out. That's that's a huge number. Yeah. That Regardless of position, whether it's, you know, considering the best position uh, on the field that's most important, 49%. Give me your red flag on the field, though, at that position. Or that player in particular? No, just oh. – just that ability has to be nowadays ability to process and see things, to be able to anticipate. You know, a lot of these guys, the more that we see are guys that are athletic players that can get out of trouble with their feet, uh, comparable to the past. Well, they still have to be able to process, see things, and be able to anticipate. And that's harder to find. and It's harder to see as an evaluator than it is to see the physical tools. Yeah, I was wondering that. That, you know, you have tests now, this this new test, that's not the Wonderlick, but it is – testing in real time how you react uh, to Correct. seeing something. and But there are a lot of people who love Josh Rosen because he had some, right. you know, some swagger and uh, had uh, that unbelievable comeback at UCLA. It, why, didn't he, why didn't he work? I, mean, I felt bad for him because the offensive line right. did not right. do him any favors. But right. what, what did he miss? Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, really looking back at it sometimes – uh, you know, he had all the tools. He's a smart guy, very uh, intellectual. But sometimes it's it's the commitment off the field, whether it's the time, you know, with his uh, teammates on the practice field, you know, whether it's there's the fact is, is he a football junker? He does, it, does he do it because he likes it or because he loves it? And to me, that's the thing that separates the great ones, yeah. you know, is the, is the fact that they're either obsessed and they live for it or do they do it because it's, it's something they're pretty good at. Well, that's why I wonder about Tom Brady. It, you know, was – Tom Brady destined to be a great quarterback, or did he become a great quarterback because he he was consumed with the game? Uh, you know, Peyton was going to be a high draft pick, first round pick, one overall, had lineage there, but he also consumed the game. Yeah, it meant yeah. everything to him. Trying to trying to measure that, Steve, how difficult is that to find out just how much this guy loves playing football? Right. And I think you, you nailed it on the head, Dan. I mean, if, if you're if you're the first pick in the draft, you were destined probably to be it in the long as long as you have the obsession and the and the will will want to. But if you're a six round pick, you just nailed it with Tom Brady. I mean, I think he willed himself to become a great player and one of the best of all time. It wasn't like he was drafted because of his physical skills. No. No, that's I mean, it's it's weird that you can kind of make yourself into being a great player player at that position it's how much time are you going to put in uh B. John robinson i love him i don't know in today's nfl like how much can you love him at that position yeah. well again you know just to just to date back to the analytics and our, our analytics team in arizona told us that the best backs uh that had the most success in the nfl were drafted between rounds three and five 
So as an NFL GM, you want to be very weary, I think, of taking a guy that high. Yet at the same time, there have been some special backs like Adrian Peterson that warranted that high of a pick. It's just you can you get your arms wrapped around putting a player that if that plays that position and takes that kind of abuse. And generally, those guys don't last beyond one or two contracts. Yeah, but you know what? That's a different era with Adrian Peterson. I mean, we're seeing Derrick Henry is sort of the last, uh, you know, he's a dinosaur here. Everybody else, that's why I like B. John Robinson. And a scout told me if, if you can make him into a Debo Samuel type, where put him in the slot, uh, McCaffrey type, like that's, that's yes. where we're going. We're not loading up yeah. running backs and you're going to run 25, 30 times a game. Right. And that's the one thing as an evaluator, you have to assess and individually say, is that what makes that guy special? When you do watch Bijan Robinson, he does look like a natural slot receiver when he does that. And he does have all those other compensating factors to his game. Yeah, I, he's a fascinating talent. How real is the movie Draft Day? It's actually probably one of the most accurate movies I've seen that, you know, in regards to NFL football, football and general sports. It's actually it's well done. What makes it so accurate? I just think the storyline and the way the conversations go behind the scenes. I mean, other than the fact that Kevin Costner is a lot more handsome than I am. It, uh, <laughs> but, but, it, but, you know, you're asking about this quarterback of why nobody went to his party. Like, would you actually try to find those things out? I mean, that is a huge red flag. Yes, it, it, it really is. And there are things that do come up like that that are real head shakers. And it's why the draft process is so fun, because <laughs> here we are so late in this process, Dan, that we've done all this homework. Yep. And it's really the season to overthink. You know, it's like you fall in love with a guy in the fall and then you confuse yourself in the spring. <laughs> and you see these GMs and owners like how difficult is that when you do your job like Jerry Jones, Jerry right. Jones, the owner, Jerry Jones, the GM. Two different people. And you right. almost have to say, Jerry, let me take care. Because he wanted to take Johnny Manziel. <laughs> the GM wanted to, you know, Jerry, the GM wanted to take Johnny Manziel. And you're like, yeah. so how difficult is that, that you do all this work, and then you're going to have somebody above you that goes, I want that guy. Well, that can happen. I think, you know, in most situations when you're the general manager, you, you should have a good enough relationship with your owner where you sort of set those conversations. Uh, they start much earlier. And generally, the ownership ownership is, is on board with those sort of decisions. And, and they're made together. But at the same time, and again, that's what's fun about this thing. It's because you, you never know how it's going to go. Again, we haven't played football since January in, at the college level. Why are guys' stocks rising and, and plummeting? Because well, they ran a slow three cone? No, you know what it is? Mock drafts. Mock drafts build these kids up to a certain level, and then once the professionals come in and start getting to see them, breaking stuff down, then they start to drop. So is C.J. Stroud dropping, or is he going to end up where he should? The media put him up that high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, again, it goes back to what's the evaluation on him, and at this time of year, they sort of stay strong in the, inside the war room. It's the outside part of it that he's dropped. Now, again, the problem for GMs is, is you've got to make sure that you stay out of the fray there. You've got to keep tunnel vision. You can't listen to all that because <laughs> you will overthink it if you don't. Have fun on but Thursday. It's like, yeah, It's like you said, I'm sitting there getting ready to make a decision. I love this quarterback. Why in the hell did nobody go to his party? <laughs> did you ever have a red flag like that with a player without the name where you found out, Something like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and it was a red flag like this. I had a very close friend on that staff, and I was going to take this player with a very, very high pick. And I'll never forget the night before the draft, I called him just to make myself feel better one more time. 
And I said, Coach, is there any reason if you were me why you wouldn't do this? And he said, uh, and I right then, Dan said, oh, boy, I didn't need him to do that. I wanted conviction to him say, hell no, take him. Is he signaling to you without telling you? Yes. Because he doesn't want to be, you know, you don't want any paper trail where he's ratting out a player. So it's, Correct. yeah, okay. So, And in this day and age, don't ignore red flags. Can we guess the name of the player? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, have, <laughs> have fun on Thursday. If you and Glazer get into a wrestling match, who's winning? Glaze. Yeah, I bet. I've been on vacation, man. I'm way too out of shape. Yeah, yeah. Glazer, he's still, he's ready to go he's in the starting. octagon. Yeah, he, he you know, he, he breaks <laughs> stories and breaks necks. Uh, have fun on Thursday night, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Enjoyed it, man. Steve Kahn, former Arizona GM, Draft Night Live on Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, Thursday night, star-studded. It'll be Jay Glazer. It'll be Steve Kahn. It'll be the College Football Hall of Famer, LeVar Arrington. And the popular Rob Stone will be your host, pick-by-pick. And predictions as well. Glazer usually knows what the pick is going to be before the pick, right? Does he reveal? Yeah, I, I've sat with him on draft night before, and his phone, he's getting them three or four minutes before the commissioner goes up. Let's take a break. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts last call for phone calls what we learn what's in store tomorrow uh, LeBron James had a 2020 last night. First time he's ever had that. 20 points, 20 rebounds. Had this to say about seeing 2020. Uh, when my teammates told me I had 20 and 20, I had no idea that I had 20 and 20. It's the first time I've done it in my career. I've done a, some pretty good, cool things in my career. I've never had 20 and 20 before, so that was pretty cool, I guess. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yes, Tom. Does that mean he had a clear vision of what he had to do last night? Thanks, Tom. 2020. No, no, I got okay. it. Every time you repeat a joke, no. then I'm going to smack you in the no, face. I don't want to get smacked. That's not fun. Okay. I have another way. Let's, let's take this up a notch. When somebody makes a bet around here, if you lose the bet, you have to go to a wedding reception of somebody in our audience. <laughs> okay. But it's got to be a big bet. It can't be like, uh, you know, is LeBron going to score 26 tonight? It's got to be like a, a big, big one. Okay. Right. But, like, but like you thought LeBron was going to go for 40. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been one of those bets. I don't think so. Because then all of a sudden we're going to, you know, 37 you okay. know, wedding receptions a year. But okay. say like whoever finished this last in the March Madness Ooh, pool okay. has to go to... Somebody's wedding that invites us to it. <laughs> Are you guys up for that next year, March Madness? Whoever has the lowest point total of us has to go to a reception of somebody in our audience. Because we, we do get invited a lot to weddings. Yes, boy. We're also happy for you. We're going to walk in and put two people we've never met before. Yes. All right. Weddings are fun. Summer weddings. Are we factoring in location? What if it's like in Seattle or something like that? That's a, That costs a couple of bucks. Well, I'm going to pay for it. That is another question. Now, how do we decide I'll, I'll the pay. one? I will. Mm. <laughs> what? Mm. If I'm paying for it, then I'm I'm deciding. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay, so next year, March Madness, whoever finish, finishes last has to go to a wedding reception. A December wedding in Minnesota. <laughs> now, there, there could be a bet prior to that with the Super Bowl. I'm just saying that we're going to have one attached to March Madness that the loser has to go to a wedding reception of a wedding we've been invited to. What if we did like a uh, like a fantasy football league and we did it all season long and then whoever finishes last in the fantasy football league 
has to go to the wedding. Has to get a tattoo. Yeah. You got to shave your eyebrows off. <laughs> I, people got so, you know, like the wheel of punishment, like I had to stop it because people are like, oh, that's lame. You know, you need, Paulie, Paulie got a lightning bolt in his head. Shaved. Shaved in there. Yeah, well, yeah but it should have gotten a uh, Jets logo tattooed on his face <laughs> if it's a real bet. Cut off an earlobe. Like, what? <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? Uh, Joe in L.A. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind today? Good morning, DP. Good morning, Joe. I'm stuck on the 405. Ugh. Bumper to bumper. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Um, just, a, just a discussion on the uh, celebrity sightings. I did see uh, I was, my wife and I were on Terrace last fall and uh, walking along the left bank and bumped into Hillary Swank, which was kind of cool. And... Uh, and uh, kind of follow up on the discussion of buddy movies. That I think you guys have missed a really good underrated movie. I Love You, Man, with Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Slap in the bass. That's a bromance movie. Um, Paulie, wants, Paulie has a great idea. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't say that. No, it's not a great idea, but okay. you did say, hey, I got a great idea. Oh. I should have undersold it. Each of us will pick the team that will draft the quarterbacks, and if the team drafts a quarterback, trades him to another team, then you only get points off the quarterback. It's the where the quarterback's going game tomorrow. We have to pick. And then results on Friday. Okay. This day in sports history, Paulie. Rocky Marciano retired as the underweight, uh, undefeated heavyweight champion of the world. 43, 43 knockouts, three decisions. That was 1956. 1974, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got the 27th franchise. Also, the NFL moved the goalpost from the goal line to the end line. Huge mistake. Oh, you like when they would crash into the goalpost? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Having a huge metal roll, pole wrapped in a light padding. That's great. Uh, what did I learn today, Todd? When he must get a basket down the stretch, you can't let LeBron go right driving to the hoop. McGuire's has come to the rescue again. The hybrid ceramic tires shine. It renews dull tires by darkening the appearance, adding long-lasting high-gloss and keeping it that shine even during rain when it's exposed to water. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.